letting you know what's going on without going on and on and on. Welcome to a fast-paced way to get caught up on all the day's biggest local stories. From News Talk 830-WCCO, this is the All Local. I'm Mark Fryan. This is the All Local for Friday, August 25th, 2023. Charges have been dismissed following a deadly police chase in Minneapolis. A Twin Cities encampment's been cleared out, and we'll tell you about the price of going back to school this year. Leading off the all-local, downtown Minneapolis business owners are calling on Target to bring employees back to the office. They say Target isn't doing its part to help revitalize downtown due to its lack of a policy that would require employees to come into the office at least a few days a week. With 7,100 workers, Target Corporation is downtown's biggest employer, despite shuffling about 1,400 of them to other locations in the past few years. Restaurateur David Fema is calling on Target to step up. You can't you're part of the community. You can't say you are a vibrant company supporting the community and, and not bring your workforce back. Other large downtown companies do require workers to come into the office certain days of the week. A Target spokesperson says thousands of their downtown employees do the same and that the company stands strong in its long-standing commitment to Minneapolis. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830 WCCO. Charges have been dismissed in Hennepin County against a man who led Minneapolis police on a chase that ended up killing an innocent driver. 40-year-old Laniel Frazier was killed when a former Minneapolis police officer, Brian Cummings, slammed into his Jeep at nearly 80 miles per hour while pursuing a stolen vehicle in North Minneapolis. 20-year-old James Jones Drain was charged with one count of fleeing an officer. Hennepin County Attorney Mary Moriarty's office says the dismissal is due to an inability to prove all of the charges beyond a reasonable doubt at this time. Cummings pleaded guilty to criminal vehicular homicide as a result of that crash. He was sentenced to 270 days in the Hennepin County workhouse. Another homeless encampment in the Twin Cities is gone. MnDOT crews yesterday cleared out the area near Highway 55 just south of downtown Minneapolis. About 100 people had been living in Ramshackle Quarter, not far from the Cedar Riverside apartment complex. Nicole Mason works with the American Indian Movement and spoke with WCCO Television. We need cultural-based detox and treatment for our indigenous people. We have to tackle the reason why they're out here. We have to tackle mental health. Those living in the encampment had been given 24 hours to leave. Officials with the city and Hennepin County say there are health and safety concerns at encampments that have sprung up in the area in recent years. The workforce shortage impacting so many industries is also affecting the state's largest jail. Hennepin County Sheriff's Department Sergeant Adam Hernke says staffing system-wide is down about 15% and in the jail they've had to cancel some enrichment programs to better focus on inmate safety. Nobody here is sentenced. Everybody is, is innocent until proven guilty. So we need to ensure that while they're being held, be it on bail or bond, that they are safe. Sheriff's Major Pat Enderline says they've been trying to beef up the ranks by holding recruiting events to demonstrate what he says can be a rewarding career path. They don't understand all of the pieces that go with this. What does this really mean for programming? What does this mean for compassion, empathy, connecting with the people who are here? So I think it's really our job is to educate people on what that means. The Hennepin County Sheriff's Office will be staffing a booth at the State Fair this year to help with recruiting efforts. Well, there is another state fair happening this week where some vendors say they're feeling left out of the big show across town. 
This is the fourth year the Black State Fair has been held in South Minneapolis with more than 60 vendors selling their wares. We really didn't think that it was going to be as big as it is today. That's Kiki Shelby, the president of the Black State Fair. She says minority business owners don't have access to funding sources and the official state fair is beyond their reach financially. But the Black Fair is helping. There's a lot of food vendors that make over 15K within a week and it's helping their business grow. We reached out to the state fair for comment and officials said they don't track the race of vendors. They also say there are financial requirements for vendors to set up shop on the fairgrounds. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. Doctors at Mayo Clinic in Rochester have discovered new information about long COVID. Dr. Greg Vanishkakorn is the medical director of the COVID Activity Rehabilitation Center at Mayo. He says they've been studying the long-term effects of the infection since 2020. People are still experiencing things like fatigue and uh, headaches and troubles with their thinking. The study involved 477 patients Mayo treated for long COVID between May of 2021 and July of 2022. He says just over half were vaccinated and they were less likely to report those long-term symptoms. So what we now know is not only is the vaccine important in preventing the acute infection and perhaps reducing the incidence of long COVID, we also know it can make long COVID less severe. He says almost 6 in 10 Minnesota adults have had COVID-19 since the pandemic emerged in early 2020 and about 1 in 4 infected adults ended up with long COVID. Well, with back to school just around the corner, parents are feeling the pressure on their pocketbooks. According to the National Retail Federation, back to school spending is expected to reach a never before seen $41.5 billion. And for parents with more than one child headed back to school, the costs start to add up. You know, as a parent, it really hasn't been easy. Teachers are asking for more things, and I remember them asking for last year. Um, I got two daughters and that means that I'm spending twice the amount and they're both under fifth grade and that sometimes means that spending I'm spending over $200 per kid. National figures show that prices for essentials like notebooks, crayons, pens and pencils have increased 18.5% over the course of just one year. Taylor Rivera. News Talk 830-WCCO. And finally, the Minnesota State Fairs released its first day attendance numbers. Thursday's opener drew 106,327 people compared to the 121,478 last year. The all-time record for the first day of the State Fair came back in 2019. Thanks for listening to the WCCO All Local. You can find each day's All Local and all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO.